will not be able to stay home, brother. You will not be able to plug in, turn on, and cop out. You will not be able to lose yourself on stag and skip out for beer during commercials because the revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be brought to you by Xerox and four parts without commercial interruption. The revolution will not show you pictures of Nixon blowing a bugle and leading the charge by John Mitchell, General Abrams, and Spiro Agnew to eat home. You're welcome. Hello. Hello, and welcome to Thought. Intimately known as PT. Striving to awaken those who are asleep. Stimulate those who are awakened. Feed those who are starving. And nurture those who seek to know. I am your host, Carlton Steed, a self-proclaimed student of life in the search, discovery, and revelation of life on life's terms. I'd like to thank Queen Mother for Real Media for allowing me to host this show. I'd also like to thank the creator for allowing me to be. You can contact the show by dialing 347-989-0180. Please press 1 to speak. You can reach us on the Internet at www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Queen Mother for Real and listen to the show live. You can contact us on Facebook at Provocative Thought PT Community Organization. Our topic for tonight, communication. I was once told, life is full of complications, but communication is the key. It seems simple enough, yet sometimes it's very difficult to do. Why is it so important to communicate? Why is it important to communicate well? How does our inability or unwillingness to communicate impact on our ability to grow as individuals, couples, families, and communities? How does such a seemingly simple thing become the Achilles heel of the individual, couple, family, and community? The definition of of communication, the act or process of using words, sounds, 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 signs, or behavior to express or exchange information or to express your ideas, thoughts, feelings, etc. to someone else. When you do that, you hope to that someone understands what you're saying, to know the meaning of something such as the words that someone is saying or a language, to know something works or happens, to know how someone thinks, feels, or behaves. At some point, we might want to uh, agree to have the same opinion, to say that you will do, accept, or allow something that is suggested or requested by another person. You agree to allow something to occur. You might not agree with the uh, thing that the person is saying totally, but you might agree to let that thing occur. Now, when we don't agree and we don't understand and we can't communicate, we have confusion and become confused. To make someone uncertain or unable to understand something, to make something difficult to understand, which leads to chaos, 
confused mass or jumble of things or a state of utter confusion. Okay, I thought the free dictionary definition says any confused or disorderly collection or state of things, a conglomeration of parts and elements without connection, order or connection. Then you have division, the act or process of dividing or separating, the state of being divided or separated, divide and conquer, to make a group of people disagree and fight with one another so that they will not join together against one. Against means to be in opposition or hostility to, to compete with. Two cannot walk together in different directions. Two will not walk together if they seek to go in different directions. Theological reference, Genesis 11, 1, 9. I'm not going to read the whole verse. It says that, come, let us build ourselves a city with a tower that reaches to the heavens so that we may make a name for ourselves. Otherwise, we will be scattered over the face of the whole earth. But the Lord came down to see the city and the tower the people were building. The Lord said, if as one people speak in the same language, they have begun to do this, then nothing they plan to do will be impossible for them. I'm going to repeat that. If as one people speaking the same language, they have begun to do this, then nothing they plan to do will be impossible for them. Come, let us go down and confuse their language so that they will not understand each other. And we know how the story goes. It's got everybody. So basically, if you don't have any understanding, you will not grow. You will not be able to achieve the highest height that you can with other people. You will not be as strong if you are divided, if you don't understand each other. Historical references on division, confusion, and chaos. The division between the indigenous peoples of the North American lands was a contributing factor in their near extermination from the North American land. Apache warriors were used to hunt Apache warriors during bringing an end to Geronimo's war with the United States. I don't know if anybody knows about that, but, you know, they had to get Apache warriors in order to catch this guy because he was phenomenal. If they were not divided, had, communi- had communicated, they might not have been brought to the brink of near extinction. Africans captured Africans and forced them into slavery on African soil and abroad. So communication had an impact on individuals, relationships, and the community. Those were larger references to how not communicating, how which leads to divisions, causes chaos in the lives of people. It causes chaos in the individual's life. You're not communicating what's going on with you. People are wondering what's, where you're thinking. So they, may, they come to their own conclusion about your behavior, what you do, why you do it, right? Then your relationships are become stressed, conflict. Yeah, conflict in the community is the same way. People are not communicating with each other, and they're divided. I'm, I have more money than you. I'm better than you. I'm lighter than you, so forth. Like we need to communicate. Everybody needs to have an understanding about who we are. Good communication skills is key to any success. 
Good communication skills are key to success. Back to the Tower of Babel, the people were a one language, able to communicate well enough to build this, whatever it was they built in the, wherever it is they built it at. We're not going to get into the historical uh, or realistic uh, references of the Bible. I'm using it as a, a reference point in terms of communication and language and understanding. These people were understanding each other to the point that they, that the creator says, that they have this communication, and with their ability to communicate, they do this, and they will be able to do anything that comes to their mind. So this gentleman says that good communication skills are key to success in life. That takes us back to the Tower of Babel. Without effective communication, a message can turn into error, misunderstanding, frustration, and even disaster by being misinterpreted or poorly delivered. We have a caller. Welcome to Provide the Thought. Hello, caller. Welcome to Provide the Thought. I'll go to the next one. You have another caller? Yes. Yes. Hello, welcome to the Bible Steve, Steve. How you doing, Mr. Steve? All right, how are you doing? Lavelle. Lavelle, free, our frequent caller. Um, uh, several t- uh, topics this week is communications, am I correct? Yes, sir. Communication is 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 a big uh, is a big a big deal as far as life period. A relationship, uh, family, um, just um, workforce communication is is very important in life. Because if you don't communicate with each other, then uh, things is not going to turn out right. You know, I was always told when I was young, you know, um, look at me. You know, look look at me. It shows communication because a lot of people, you know, you can tell them something and they're not paying attention. They're not looking at you. So they hear you, but they're really not paying attention. So your eye contact shows communication. Uh, uh, feelings shows communication. A lot of things shows communication, but it's a, it's a very it's a very important thing in life. Communication. Basically, that's 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 what I have, that's all I basically I got to say is is very important in life. And a lot of people don't show communication when it comes to different things. Family, like I said, family, uh, husband and wife, kids, you you know, parents and kids, workforce, everything is is very important in life. That's that's basically what I'm saying. Okay, well, maybe some people don't communicate because they have these things. Opinion and, it, and your opinion is, is trivial to them. It's contrary to what they think to the point that they don't want to have that discussion with you. That's true. That's true. That, that, that's a possibility. Some people just don't want to communicate because they might. A lot of times they might not be trying to hear what you got to say. But um, if if you want to make things work between, like I said, between whoever you're supposed to be communicating with at that time, then it's a very important thing in life. You know, I mean, communication can get you far in life. I mean, 
even like like far as the workforce, it, it can get you very far. If you're not com- communicating with your boss or your supervisor, whoever it may be, you know, you might not get far because they can tell you something and you not not communicating, not like not paying attention, then you might wind up doing something wrong, and that can cause the whole the whole. Um, it could maybe cost your job because you wasn't paying attention. So it's really important, you know. But I know there's a lot of people out there that you do, you know, that does, you know, you talk to, might be talking to them every day, and they listening, but they not really listening. So that's really not communicating. I think you're hearing them, but you're not hearing them. So do I have to do what you say in order to be considered listening? Actually, honestly, you could just basically nowadays people just do what they want. You know, I think it's up to the individual. I mean, it'll be. I mean, it would be nice if people communicate. I mean, it it really would be nice because even far as out here and you know the streets, far as the streets, if everybody get together, far as communicating as educating themselves. You know, it'll it'll be a lot better out here in this world. I mean, you can get far. You know, there's a lot, probably a lot of crime will stop, and you know, drugs and whatever the case may be. You know, but a lot of people don't want to listen. They want to do their own thing. So it's, that that's probably going to be like that till the end of time. But like shows like this and other shows we have. Uh, uh, I forgot his name. I think his name is Keith. Um, with his show, your show, and a few other shows, you know, that, that stands out, you know. Maybe people will listen and tell other people and maybe things will change. That's all we can do What's is hope for the best. Mr. Jones, Kenneth Jones? Yeah, that's his name. That's right. Kenneth Jones. Yeah, Kenneth Jones. And maybe things will change, you know, in life. You know, people, people, um, you know, people need to listen to I thank you for that shout-out. You're welcome. You're shout welcome. Out. You're welcome. All right. Um, that's all I got to say. And, you know, I'll see you. I'll talk to you on the next show. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you for calling. Do we have another caller? Yes, you have another caller. Next caller, please. Welcome to Provocative Start. Press 1 to speak. Okay, you might as well go on. Go Any ahead. more callers? No, that's it. Okay. No. So as the brother just said, communication is successful only when both the sender and the receiver understand the same you information. You have a caller. You have a caller. Caller, welcome to Provocative Thought. Please Hi, thank you. Speak. Hello? Yes, do you hear me? Yes, I can. Okay. Um, I just have a something to say about communication when it comes to relationships. My name is Desiree. Welcome. Um, thank you. It's my first time calling in. So um, I want to understand. Um, so communicating, you know, it goes both ways. And if I ask you, if I'm feeling some type of way and I ask you that I do something wrong to you, I don't think that it's fair 
for the other person to assume, you know, that I'm I'm guilty of something because I'm asking you a question. People get feelings. People get, you know, certain type of vibes to make someone ask that question. I don't, right. you know, it, in communication, you need to understand that you need to listen at the same time and not have your own thoughts involved with listening and communication. Communication is listening to that person, not having your opinion ready to jump out your mouth. You understand what I'm saying? Being patient. I think that's what you're trying to say. Being patient. Being patient. Paying attention to what's being said. Being patient before you um, have something to say. Jump to a conclusion about you. Right? That right? Somewhat. Yes. You want to you want to be heard, right? Before you judge, right? Right. Absolutely. And at the same time, if you think that I'm guilty of something, also speak your mind. But at the same time, if I'm just asking a question, it has nothing to do with um, anybody being guilty. If, you know, females are very sensitive and sometimes they just, you know, ask questions because if you don't ask questions, then you won't never know the answer, right? That's correct. So I'm just, you know, listening and communication goes hand in hand because to be a good communicator, you have to be able to listen. And you can't have, um, you can't be critical or you can't be judgmental when you're trying to communicate. You have to pitch your, uh, depending on what the what the um the issue is at hand or what whatever is going on, you have to put yourself in that person's shoes. You have right. to look outside the box. You know what I'm saying? It's not always being on the defense about things when you're communicating. Right. That's just like at work, you know, someone's giving you an order because you're their supervisor, and they're like, well, I don't like how you talk to me, but, well, tell me that. You know, how did I talk to you? Explain to me what I said to you that was wrong. You know, people don't do that. And like you were saying with successful in the work field and all that kind of stuff, that comes from, like you said, communicating. So, but that's all I had to say. You know, it's just not being so opinionated when you're having a conversation, being judgmental, thinking that the person is, like, you know, directing things towards you. You understand what I'm saying? I understand that. Maybe um, there are other conditions that create that attitude. You understand what I'm saying? Right. Like there is sometimes you meet people who have other experiences, right? And right. when they when they have experiences that are similar but that they perceive to be similar, then they have that experience over again with you. You understand? I understand, but every experience, even though it's similar, is it's not the same thing because you're dealing with a different person. So I do understand what you're saying. Right, but somebody might be reacting because of their past experience. That's something that you have to communicate with that person about, talk to that person about that, and get to the uh, come to a understanding, you know, a revelation and understanding about how they arrive to that point in their, in their conversation or expression. Right. Absolutely. This is a definitely a good conversation. Um, 
a good topic to have because communication is everything. It, it right. can be that's, as simple as being at the stop sign. Who's going to go next, you know? That's right. That's right. Even though they have rules for that. I think the person to the right has the right of what? But sometimes like, yeah, it's right at way, the right? same time. Right, but if they come at the same time, you know, right. the person's like, oh, well, you do it. Right. <laughs> well, thank you for having me, and I'll continue listening. Okay. Thanks for calling, and thanks for listening in. Do we have another caller? Maybe. Hold on. Do we have a caller? Go. Okay. Just for acquiring good communication skills. Know what you want to say and why. Understand clearly the purpose and intent of your message. Know to whom you are communicating and why. Consider the barriers you may encounter, such as cultural differences or situational circumstances. We just spoke about that with the young lady. Situational circumstances, gender, uh, gender, age, economic basis. Ask yourself what outcome you want to achieve and the impression you want to leave, how you will say it. That's called the presentation. I've heard people say that you're, I can't understand what you're saying because of your presentation. We're all aware of by now that it's not always what you say, but how you say it that counts. Begin with making eye contact. You inspire trust and confidence when you look a person in the eyes, when you speak. Second, be aware of your body language. It can say as much or more than your words. Be standing with arms at your side and tell others that you are approachable and open to hearing what they have to say. You know, sometimes a person might talk with the arms crossed. It kind of sends out a different message. Your arms are crossed and shoulders are hunched. It suggests disinterest or unwillingness to communicate. Good posture and an appropriate stance will make even difficult communication flow more smoothly. Make sure you speak in a cooperative, non-adversarial tone. Young lady just talked about that. She said she doesn't want to be attacked. Be non-judgmental. Listen, communication is a two-way street. If you're saying what you have to say, listen and look for your feedback and clues of comprehension. While the person's responding, avoid any pulses, any impulses to cut them off or listen only for the end of the sentence so that you can blurt out more ideas or thoughts that come to your mind. Respectfully give them your full attention. When they are finished, to ensure that your message has been clearly and correctly understood, ask open questions and encourage discussion. Fine-tune your message if necessary. Reach understanding, agreement, or consensus. Once you have had the opportunity to discuss your message and the feedback of it, revisit the purpose of the inter- of the inter. Change. You have reached 
a common ground, solve the problem, or clarify your position. If the purpose was to teach or instruct, you have accomplished your goal. To communicate well is to understand and be understood. Make sure that your message has been received as intended and that any questions or concerns have been alleviated. You can even agree to disagree. There are no guarantees that your communication efforts will be met with total compliance and agreement. As long as you understand each other, are cordial and respectful, you can still have a successful exchange of information. Step to improving your uh, communication. Stop and listen. How many times have you heard someone say this or read this in an article about communication skills? How hard is it to actually... You have a caller. You have a caller. Caller, welcome to the Provocative Start. Hi, good evening. How you doing? Okay, and yourself? I'm well, thanks. Uh, I just wanted to make a quick comment um, about what your topic is tonight, and I I definitely agree with... Um, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. And you know, I've, I think a lot of people will agree with that. You know, if you're being barked at by somebody, you're going to shut down. You're not going to hear what they have to say because you don't want somebody screaming and hollering at you and trying to get their point across. You want somebody that's going to, you know, communicate in a, a calm manner. You want somebody who's going to communicate effectively and just like you, you listen to them. They, they want you know the pers- other person wants to be heard as well. So I think that's where a lot of you know things go wrong, and you know whether it's professional or or personal relationships, is you know people don't always want to listen to what the other has to say, and then sometimes you know people don't always communicate effectively. And and they don't they don't get their message across. And then sometimes you got people communicate with lies and deceit. You know they tell you what they want you to know, but they don't always tell you what the truth is. And that can also you know have a, a negative effect on somebody. You know you getting fed some some lies and some trickery. That's going to also affect you know the outcome of the conversation too. You know. So be you know, truthful. Exactly, exactly, yeah. Even sometimes the truth hurts, but sometimes you got to tell a person in a, you know, a respectful, calm manner. And, you know, and maybe the, the truth won't hurt as bad if you're telling them, you know, in, in a nice way. So, so is there no room for emotional expression in a relationship? Can you not um, receive yeah, I kind of think to me, I think if you're being, you know, loud or rude or violent, you know, your message isn't going to be heard or absorbed or, you know, they're not, people aren't going to hear what you have to say when you're, when you're screaming and hollering. And it's just like, I notice a lot of, I've been seeing a lot of these YouTube videos um, the past few months over where women are like fighting each other 
And, you know, a lot of times it could be fighting over a man, fighting over, you know, something stolen. But they're not communicating with each other. They're taking it to punching each other. You know, instead of talking about uh, what the issue is, they're they're just fighting each other to where people are getting injured. Maybe they're yeah, in conflict. Maybe, as you just spoke about, not everyone's going to agree with you. Maybe they're not in agreement, but therefore their disagreement is closed. So when... Just because you're not in agreement with somebody doesn't mean that you have to fight them. You can. Right. You, everybody's entitled to their own opinion, and doesn't mean that your opinion is the right one. So right. it just comes to be where you have to respect other people's opinion. And fighting, what, what's that going to accomplish? You know, whatever the conflict that they're having, is that going to resolve it by pummeling somebody? I when, don't know. You have to ask those two ladies. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. But, you know, communication it, between, you know, people are, is is really important. You know, it's it's how you do it, what you say, and um, how you do it. And I just believe that if you have a good relationship, a strong relationship, you can, you know, talk to somebody, whether it's personal, professional, neighbor, a community member, you know, you'll get better results when you're, you know, calm, cool, collective, Open, honest. So I'm hearing healthy communication. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm yep. sure that's what I'm trying to get healthy communication. You can communicate negatively with your point of thought. Exactly. Verbally and physically. All those things are forms of communication, but healthy communication will, is when we try not to injure emotionally or physically the person that we're trying to communicate with. Exactly, because unhealthy communication isn't going to resolve too much of anything. Unhealthy communication, your body language, you know, rolling your eyes, sucking your teeth, you know, wanting to fight, cursing, screaming, that kind of communication usually doesn't end up on a a good good note. And a lot to me, I don't believe that that, you know, type of communication is healthy, and I don't believe that it resolves issues. It just makes things worse. So and violence keeps... does not resolve issues? No. It just gets, um, sometimes it just makes things, the problem deeper and deeper, you know, and it just doesn't get resolved. Somebody gets ends up getting beat up or killed or hurt. Maybe two people get hurt, you know, from from violence. See, I see women fighting and ripping shirts off of them. So somebody's standing there with their with their shirt torn off of them. Now they now they're losing clothes. Violence usually doesn't help too much of anything. Agree. Do I agree? Yes. Do you agree? Does violence help everything? Violence sometimes violence is necessary. Oh, okay. Yeah. In defense of yourself and your family, you sometimes you have to you have to be violent. Okay, but violent. how about just when you're trying to communicate? Paper. How about when you're trying to communicate with somebody, and maybe they're not, you know, seeing eye to eye with what you're saying, and they resort to violence. 
I think that it it's a matter of you trying to force someone to to see, believe something that you see right or wrong or believe that you resort to violence. That's unnecessary. Mm-hmm. But in some cases, uh, you might have to be physical with people. Say if there's somebody, you got a uh, person who's going to run into danger, you might have to be physical with that person you to stop them. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. We have to wait. You know, just in terms of a conversation, I'm trying to speak to you about something. I, uh, I'm a Christian. You're a Muslim. You don't need to get beat up for that. Same thing. Yeah. Uh, you eat pork. I don't. I don't need to beat you up because you want to hand them. Right. <laughs> exactly. Right. That's, That's just you know, one person's opinion. Everybody's entitled to their own opinion, and it doesn't right make wrong. your opinion right. Right or so, wrong. And it, it uh, just comes. Right or wrong. Everybody has an opinion. Right. Right or wrong. Exactly. Right? Yeah. 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 We need to come to we need to come to an understanding about what we're hearing. Exactly. And you and if if people learn how to respect um other people's opinions, their views, whether it's political, religious, sexual orientation, um, you know, sometimes people get angry because one person might be um, gay or this person might be a Republican or, you know, you just you just have to learn how to listen, walk away, and, you know, keep your opinions to yourself. You know, everybody's entitled to their own opinion. But Agreed definitely, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I think... Disagree and separate yourself from the things that you disagree with. That is that what I'm hearing? Exactly, exactly. Because you know, getting screaming at somebody isn't going to get your message across any, any further. You know, if one person is saying this and the other person is saying that, you know, and you you just have to learn how to respect what the person is saying. And I think a lot of people if they took the time to listen to what someone is saying, they would come out a lot better. And also, you know, I'm really thinking, too, that, you know, people have to be honest and truthful when they are communicating. You know, sometimes people, like I said before, they don't want to hurt um, somebody's feelings, so they might not communicate accurately. You know, they kind of stretch the truth a little bit. Stretch the truth so that they don't hurt someone's feelings. Mm Mm-hmm, yeah. So sometimes in communicating, our feelings do get hurt. But it's not the intent to hurt someone. It's just the nature of the conversation. Is that right? Right. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So in, in that respect, what are we saying about hurting someone else? Well, I'm, I've seen people, um, especially men, when when it comes to relationship issues, a lot of times they they don't want to hurt their female companion, so they kind of like lie and deceit. And they don't communicate to what the truth is about the status of the relationship, you know. So they just don't tell them the truth. They don't communicate effectively because they don't want to hurt that person. But it's not what they really want to do or be in. So they just continue, you know, to communicate ineffectively. 
So what does that cost? Deceit. <laughs> Yeah, and you can't have you can't have trickery. And, and ha- Pardon me. What does deceit cause? It causes a mess, a big mess, and it it usually ends up in you know something not good, something uh, hurtful. Agree. Yeah, well, hurtful, and therefore you have trust. You develop trust issues, right? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, trust issues with that person. Trust issues for people you might meet in the future. Right. Sometimes. Uh, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Most definitely. So All right. Well, I don't want to monopolize the show. I just wanted okay, to, you maybe. know. Okay. Go ahead. Well, uh, Maybe you should communicate before you enter these relationships. Maybe the exactly before you enter the relationship should be uh, more pronounced. I think you have another caller, but I think she was on already. Try to okay. Let's call her. 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 This is Donald Trump. I love the show, and you guys all love me. Am I right? Yes, sir. I have great friends. I've got great friends in heaven. I know God. I know Jesus. I know Peter. Peter and I go way back. We build a lot of buildings. He's the foundation of my buildings. That I can tell you. Um, to whom are we speaking with? Hi there. This is Donald Trump. Mr. Trump. Hello, Mr. Trump. Welcome to Provocative Thought. I think I think that was like a wacko or something. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Thanks for calling anyway. <laughs> Do we have another caller? No. Force yourself to hear. If you stop talking for a moment, but your head is still swirling with all of the things you want to say, so you are not really hearing what is being said. Force yourself to hear what's being said. I think said. we have another caller. Caller, welcome to the Baptist Thought. I don't think the person wants to be on that. Okay. This may upset your partner if you do it too much or do it in a tone that suggests you're mocking rather than trying to seriously listen. So use the technique sparring and let your partner know why you're doing it if they act. Sometimes I don't think I'm getting what you're telling me. And doing this lets me know my mind, lets me slow my mind down a bit and really try to hear what you're saying. Sometimes you may have a hard time listening or hearing what someone's saying. So you want to force yourself to do that. You want to be open, as the young lady said. Be open and honest with your partner. Sometimes just the nature of the relation, of the conversation is painful. Infidelity is a painful conversation. 
we know in a relationship, the bearer of bad news, ill news, death, that's a painful conversation, no matter how they bring it, but be tactful when you bring that message. Pay attention to nonverbal signs. That's the eyes, the body language, where a person is looking, the tone of voice. Stay focused in the here and now. Sometimes discussions turn into arguments that can morph into a discussion about everything. And the, you know how we go. We start today about the problem we started off with, and we end up with something that happened last year, maybe the year before that. And then you work your way back up, and you work your way back. But you want to stay focused on your on your topic. Then you get your point across so the person can hear your point, understand your point. Arguments that do bear off tend to escalate and grow larger and larger. One party needs to make an effort at that point to try and de-escalate the argument, even if it means walking away from it, literally. But do so as respectfully as possible saying something like, look, I can't see this. I can see this isn't going to get any better by discussing it tonight. Let's sleep on it and try talking about it with fresh eyes in the morning. Okay? So, you don't want to be offensive when you walk away. That's another form of body language. You don't want to flag them off and things like that. Give them the finger or anything like that. Tell them to shut up. You want to try to minimize emotion when talking about important big decisions. Nobody can talk about important big matters if they feel emotionally vulnerable or charged up and angry. There were no time to talk about the serious issues like money, getting married, the kids, or retirement. You might think it impossible, nonsensical, or even contradictory to talk about an emotional topic like getting married or having children without emotion. And yet, these discussions need to be kept on foothold or rationally. Marriage, for instance, brings the combining of household and living with another person day to day. Having kids isn't just about cute toddler clothes and painting and nursery, but take talking about who's going to change diapers, feed the newborn, be available all hours of the day and night for months on end. Be ready to be, to concede in an argument. How many times do we continue to argue or have heated discussions because we simply want to be right? I've talked about this sense of need to win arguments more than once. If the purpose of the conversation is to communicate what, how you feel, listen to the other person's feelings and what they think, come to a conclusion, understand what they're saying, and come to a conclusion about how you feel or perceive what they're saying. You don't have to be right all the time. Because you, because many couples' arguments are revolved around one party thinking they're right, 
and the other party not willing to concede to the point of backing off. In fact, both parties need to back off. So if you have a conversation about that comes to the point where someone's trying to be right, that's a good that's a good time to agree to disagree. And we, we talked about that earlier. That's a good time to just choose or to say, hey, did we not get anywhere? I'm just going to, I heard what you said, I, you know, validate the person's feelings and what they're saying. Let them know that you heard them, you understand what they said, and if you don't agree with it, let it go. Being right can't be more important than your partner's happiness. Humor and playfulness usually help. You don't have to be funny in order to use humor and playful in an everyday conversation. You need to use the sense of humor you do have to try to inject into more of your communication with your partner. Humor helps lighten everyday frustration and helps put things into perspective more gently than other methods. Playfulness reminds us that even as adults, we all have a side to us that enjoys fun and taking a break from the seriousness of work of the man's made on us. Even some of those serious conversations that we have sometimes. Communication is more than just talking. To communicate better and more effectively in your relationship, you don't only have to talk. You can communicate in other ways through your actions and nowadays electronically too, through email, Facebook, blogs, texting, Twitter. All too often, couples focus on the talking aspect of the relationship, but your actions also speak louder. Keep it in touch throughout the day or the week through email or electronic means also reminds the person you are thinking about them and how important they are in your life. Even if such communications are mainly playful or inconsequential, they can keep they can help lighten your partner's day and improve their mood. Hey, have a good day. Good morning. How's everything going? Just get out of the meeting. Sometimes couples are Couples find that using email or another method is easier to discuss emotional issues rather than trying to do so face-to-face. It's something to consider if every time you try to bring up a particular particular topic with your significant other, it turns out, it turns into an argument or they shy away from it. Email or texting may be a way of communicating about such matters more openly. You may have a call. I think this person's on already. Uh, oh, I'm you may have a call. Call it. Uh, please call back. Okay. I don't think that's a call. I think that's a maybe a butt dial or something. Uh, Nobody's perfect. Nobody's a perfect communicator all the time, but you can work on becoming a better communicator by trying a few of these tips. They won't all work, nor will they all work all the time. Better communication, however, starts with one person making the effort to improve, which often encourages the other to come along for the ride. Open and clear communication can be learned. You can start by asking these questions. What things cause, up, what things cause upset between you and your partner? 
Are they because you are not listening to each other? What things cause you disappointment and pain? What things don't you talk about and what stops you from talking about them? How would you like your communication with your partner to be different? If possible, ask your partner to think about these same questions and then share your thoughts without criticizing. The young lady was just saying that. That's right. Share your thoughts without criticizing each other. Sometimes criticism is hurtful, painful, and some people, as the other recent uh, caller said, people shut down when they're criticized, when they feel attacked. If you both are willing to give, it is go. You could try this experiment or you could try it by yourself. Counseling. If you find that there are aspects of communication in your relationship that you cannot improve by yourself, then consult having a talk with a relationship counselor. Counselors are trained to recognize the patterns in a couple's communication that are causing problems and to help change those patterns. Counseling is confidential. Usually it takes only a few meetings to make someone some worthwhile changes. Keys to a seven keys to long-term relationship success. Do you trust your partner? Trust is the first and perhaps the most important predictor of a long-term relational success. I'm going to skip through these because we're running out of time. Are you and your partner compatible in the dimensions of intimacy? What type of person shows up within you in this relationship? Does your partner communicate lift you up? Does your partner's communication lift you up or bring you down? We talked about that being critical, attacking, and being angry. How do you and your partner deal with conflict in a relationship? The lady talked about we don't have to resort to violence because someone says something you don't like. Even though you may become angry or irritated, you don't have to resort, resort to violence. How do you and your partner handle extreme adversity and crisis together? Do you have compatible financial Values. Financial values are very, very important. I bet where they said that most, a lot of marriages are dissolved because of financial issues, which is a communication issue, actually, because you sit down and you talk, you go over the bills, the numbers, which don't lie. So the numbers, the numbers tell you how much you have, how much you have to spend, how much you shouldn't spend, how much you don't have to spend. So that's very, a very simple thing to do. And if you're spending more than you have or more than you should spend, then that's a communication. Somebody's not listening to somebody. I had a friend that had that issue. Um, Poor communication is the number one reason couples split up the survey. Poor communication leads to divorce, 65% followed by couples' inability to resolve conflict, 43%. Now, we, if we can't communicate on an individual level, we have the 
habit or the inability to communicate on an individual level, that's going to impair our ability to communicate as a family. As as families that have the that don't have the ability to communicate, that spreads to the community. The community, the community is not communicating with each other. We have a chaotic community. We have people divided against each other, attacking each other, criticizing each other, and I do see these things in the community. I see them many places. So we we not we not sit down talking to people. Doesn't matter what walk of life someone um, is experiencing at that time. We we need to reach out, try to communicate with somebody. Don't be so critical. Speak with them. Try to understand what they're going through, where they are in life, where they perceive they are in life, might maybe where they want to be in life, and try to help them get there. Help them move forward. So everyone, as the saying says, each one, reach one. Each one, teach one. But you can't do it if you can't communicate. Your, your, your relationship, you as an individual, will have a hard time moving forward if you cannot communicate. As the brother said, on the job, if you cannot communicate well, eventually you're going to be ostracized on the job. If it's with your supervisor and related to your job performance, you will be looking for another job. Same thing in your relationship. You will be looking for another mate, male or female. You'll be looking for another somebody to uh, cuddle up with on those holidays, those cold nights. You must develop and constantly work on your ability to communicate, which means that you have to be willing to change. Don't be afraid to change. Don't be afraid to try other things. Listening is very important. Don't think that you're too good, too smart, too big, too whatever, too rich to listen to somebody else. Each one, reach one, each one, teach one. Everybody listens. Everybody has a voice and everybody deserves to be heard. Communication is key, as once told me. Life is full of complications, but communication is key. Do we have any more callers before? No more callers. I want to say, I want to thank no, you. No, no more callers. One more caller. Welcome to the Bible. No more. No more callers. No. Okay. I want to say thank you to Queen Mother Pablo Media for allowing me to host the show again. I want to thank Mr. Jones, Kenneth Jones. I want to thank the creator, yeah. as always, for allowing me to be my parents, and my listeners for listening in, callers for calling in and listening, communicating with us today to the community on Pabasa's thought. Everybody's views are accepted and appreciated on the show. I want to thank everybody again for calling. And remember, life is full of complications. But communication is the key. Two, cannot walk together in different directions. Two, will not walk if they are different, they think different, and want to go in different directions. Be kind. Be trustworthy. Be honest. Be present in your 
significant other's life, in your family's life, in, your, in the life of your community because it's important. If you want to do well, you have to communicate. No man is nylon. We work together. We could do whatever we put our minds to, according to Genesis 11, 1, 9. If we can communicate together, we could do whatever we put our minds to, as if one people speak in the same language, they have begun to do this, then nothing they plan to do will be impossible for them. That's speaking the same language, meaning that they understand each other and they're on the same page. Not to spite the Creator, but to show reference to the power of communication. In the biblical uh, reference, it says that man would be able to do anything that he put his mind to. I'm not saying it. I'm putting it for my uh, theological and biblical uh, Good night. You will not be able to stay home, brother. You will not be able to plug in, turn on, and cop out. You will not be able to lose yourself on stag and skip out for beer during commercials because the revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be brought to you by Xerox and Four Parts without commercial interruption. The revolution will not show you pictures of Nixon blowing a bugle and leading the charge by John Mitchell, General Abrams, and Spiro Agnew to eat hog moths confiscated from the Harlem sanctuary. The revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be brought to you by the shape of a war theater and will not star Natalie Woods and Steve McQueen or Bullwinkle and Julia. will not give your mouth sex appeal. The revolution will not get rid of the nub. The revolution will not make you look five pounds thinner because the revolution will not be televised, brother. There will be no pictures of you and Willie Mae pushing that shopping cart down the block on the dead run or trying to slide that color TV into a stolen ambulance. NBC will not be able to predict the winner at 8.32 on the point from 29 districts. The revolution will not be televised. There will be no pictures of pigs shooting down brothers on the instant replay. There will be no pictures of pigs shooting down brothers on the instant replay. There will be no pictures of Whitney Young being run out of Harlem on the rail with a brand new process. There will be no slow motion or still life of Roy Wilkins strolling through what in a red, black, and green liberation jumpsuit that he has been saving for just the proper occasion. 